Welcome to the A-Game Podcast with Nick LaMagna, digging into the minds and experiences of some of today's brightest entrepreneurs in real estate and business, along with Hollywood stars, UFC fighters, and your favorite rock bands. People that have figured out how to overcome obstacles, take chances, live boldly, and no matter what they do, they always bring their A-Game. Today's episode of the A-Game Podcast is brought to you in part by Naked Warrior Recovery CBD. Naked Warrior Recovery is a Navy SEAL-owned CBD company owned by William Branham, who is a Navy SEAL based out of Hawaii now. So he put the time in. He started this company. To me, again, I say all the time, but CBD is a miracle drug. Stress, uh, sleep, appetite, internal inflammation has been huge for me. I hear people say they've tried it and it didn't work for them. You need to take it for 30, 60 days straight every day. Make sure you're taking it. And then all of a sudden, it's not like you just feel different. I'm telling you, you'll just one day go, oh, you know what? My neck doesn't hurt anymore. My elbow, my back, my hip, whatever doesn't hurt anymore. and starts to feel better. I've heard tons of stuff. If you look up research online at some of the amazing things that CBD has done, the problem is it's a bit of the Wild West. So there's garbage CBD out there that you don't know what's in it. You don't know what it's manufactured with, where it's coming in from. At Naked Warrior Recovery, you can find that it's quality CBD made from all natural ingredients. It has no THC, will not get you high. They have topicals, they have clothing, they have gummies, they have drops. There's all kinds of different stuff. Check out their website. If you go on www.nicknicknick.com links, you will see under affiliates a link to go on the Naked Warrior Recovery site. Put in code name AGAME in the promo code. A game and the promo code to get 20% off your next order of Naked Warrior Recovery CBD products. You will not regret it. Um, so this is another solo episode I'm trying to throw in there. I apologize. It's a little later than I usually get in. They usually come out this morning, but handling some stuff here in New York. And one of the things I wanted to touch on, especially since we're in the fourth quarter, I wanted to really touch on accountability because if this has not been a year that you've hit your goals, which I completely understand, things have shifted. A lot of people have had to stop what they were doing and either do maintenance or do complete restructuring of the way things are, are done. So I totally understand. Don't beat yourself up if you haven't. I've had to do a lot of that myself of just backing up, starting over some different things, going down different directions and pivoting. And that stuff takes work. You don't just move like a jet ski as Lee Kearney always says it's more of a cruise ship so it takes some time but now that we are hitting that last quarter we've been in COVID enough now that you should have an idea of what changed and what directions you want to go and now it's important to make sure that you really don't waste this quarter and you start out now on October 1st and you really start to put things in process for the next six to eight weeks before the holidays hit because even if you don't see a lot of results right now you'll start to see the benefit of what you're doing this quarter in 2021 you can start to start the year off on a really good productive note, start having some deals closed, having some checks come in and really start out that new year fresh. And what I don't want to see you do is start out in 2021 with the new year's resolution of getting started because now you might not actually have your systems and places and processes in, in, in full swing until maybe the second or third quarter. So start doing it now. Let's start just doing a little bit here and there. And one of the things I've had to really adjust to is, you know, coming to New York for the last few weeks and then 
traveling around and having different duties and household responsibilities and wanting to get some family time in and doing different things, you have to adjust your timetables a little bit. So my main focus of this podcast is going to be about accountability and possibly having accountability partners and ways to hold yourself accountable. Because once you make that decision of this is going to be the quarter that I'm going to get X, Y, and Z done, I was just doing a podcast with Marlon Suarez and we talked about goals. So I think it's very important for you at this point to say, what do I plan on having in place by January 1st, 2021? And then you need to actually write that down and start to backtrack that for how do I make that happen? How do I have things in place so I can have a business at least firing off and getting things? I'm not in the starting phase. I'm in the swinging phase and I have some momentum going in January, 2021. Maybe I want to have X amount of markets, X amount of offers. I'm honing in my strategy. I'm building up my buyers list. I'm building up my sellers list. I'm getting some other properties sold off that maybe were dogs or problem properties, or I'm putting out X offers. I'm trading some acquisition managers. I'm, I'm getting more, more sellers. I, I don't know, changing my marketing. I'm going to learn PPC. I'm going to learn um, more Facebook ads and I'm going to get a social media guy. I'm going to be more active on social media, start to have those things. So we can start to plan those now and then reverse engineer what you need to do on a daily basis. And I still keep going back to my core values. I'm going to repost the episode soon enough that I did as I believe the first, maybe the second one with Randy Scott as empowerment. You guys should check him out, but his words ring true in my head every day now. So again, the accountability, you know, I need to hold myself accountable so I don't get on a podcast like this or go talk to some of the other guys that are in the masterminds that I'm in, which is another great way to stay accountable and say, I didn't do anything. I need to be able to do stuff again, even if it's something different, which I'll, I'll talk about in a little bit, but I need to be able to say that I'm doing things every day. So instead of getting overwhelmed with all the things that aren't getting done and getting overwhelmed with the things I'm not finishing or the stuff I'm not starting, I can be okay with potentially not finishing something on this exact day. But when you go to bed at the end of the day and you didn't even start it and now you have to look at it again tomorrow and you have to think about, well, why didn't I get this done? Why didn't I do X, Y, and Z? That's when you really start to eat it yourself. That's when things really start to, to beat you up and back you up and you start to, to beat on yourself a little bit. So back to what I was saying was like Randy Scott said in that first episode, if you have more than three priorities, you have no priorities. So again, what I try and do is just write out, all right, well, what are the big things? Forget all the little things I have to do. And there are things that definitely I want to get done, but what are the big things? What are the revenue generating activity things? Where are the dragons I need to slay? Where are the frogs that I need to eat? And again, that's that term, swallowing the frog or slaying the dragons is the things that you are most avoiding or least looking forward to in your day, you want to do them first because it's weird. You know, it's a, it's a self-sabotage thing. I don't know if everybody has it, but I definitely have it that there's things that I know are my biggest things that I need to get done and address. But for some reason I put them off and I, and I don't know why. So I try and be conscious of that and just figure it out and say, all right, well, why am I doing this? And what do I have to do here? Now, what I'm trying to do with that is again, if I have five days, if I have three day things every day that I need to do, I'm going to write those down. And now I have to work around my timetable and hold myself accountable that at the end of the day, when I'm going to bed, I need no matter what, I cannot go to sleep until I get those things done. So I have my own personal accountability that I'm holding myself to. And if that means I have to get up at five o'clock in the morning and work until eight or nine o'clock in the morning to get those things done, because the rest of my day is starting after that, that's part of what you need to do now. You know, I keep hearing and seeing those memes come across on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all these different things about how if you don't have a six to 10 after your five, uh, nine to five, you're going to be working for somebody else for the rest of your life. And if you're not working on your own side hustle, you're going to be working for somebody else the rest of your life. 
on there. So you have to start making time for those dreams. And it's, it's not always easy, but it's necessary. What are you willing to do? How bad do you want it? And maybe you don't want it that bad. Maybe you're, you're happy with what you're doing. Maybe you don't feel any pressure right now. Maybe you have someone in your pocket, but especially on the real estate side, I hear Mark Evans talk about it all the time. I don't care how much money you have. You start doing bigger deals when you're making more money. Now you're throwing more money into deals. Everybody's one or two bad deals away from being back to flat broke. So you always have to have that fire lit. You always have to be pushing forward. So make the time and pay attention to when you're fresh and when you're not, but hold yourself accountable. And if you can't hold yourself accountable, which is hard sometimes, you know, sometimes I can't, I don't have anybody I really need to answer to. So if I don't get it done, you know, I have people that'll say, ah, oh, you know what? I understand. It's okay. You're dealing with X, Y, and Z. No, things need to be done regardless. And at the end of the day, yes, I might have excuses of why I didn't get things done. You might as well. And you know what? They might be good excuses, but at the end of the day, they're still excuses. I think back to Robbie Lawler, UFC fighter, when he's fighting uh, Ben Askren and the, the ref came in and called the fight, said he, he, was, he was out cold and stopped it. And he jumped right back up after and he got mad. And then he said, that's ah, all right. You're, you're one of the best reps in the business. And he felt that the fight shouldn't have been stopped. He felt that he was not out. He was not in danger. He was playing the waiting game and he thought it was wrong. And now that cost him potentially the fight and also um, potentially his, his pay got cut in half, depending on the type of contract he had. And people started asking him at the press conference, like, hey, man, what happened? And he's like, I lost. They're like, yeah, yeah, but like, tell us about it. Like, how do you feel? You really didn't lose. He goes, no, no, I lost. They're like, yeah, but you didn't lose because the fight got stopped prematurely. You really weren't done. Because, well, I don't like to make excuses. It's a good excuse, but still an excuse. So I'm not going to make those. And I thought that was really awesome. So I love the fact of doing that. I've been trying to hold myself accountable for that. Is even if I have a good excuse, a good excuse is still an excuse. There's no reason I shouldn't be able to get three things done. And especially front-loading those early in the week, if I know I want to maybe have things that are going to pop up over the weekend or be able to back off a little bit, the more I can start to use that time. And I get tired. I want to take naps or I want to eat or I want to watch a movie with my dad or play with my dog. That's cool. I can do all that stuff. But I also have to know and make sure I'm getting those three major things done. So again, back to accountability. I'm holding myself accountable that there's these things that need to close. They need to get done. I have to do my major three things per day. And I cannot go to bed until that happens. So if I want to have fun, great. I want to go to a bar. I want to go out to a restaurant. Awesome. I better know that I better get it done before I leave or I'm going to have to do it when I come home. That's part of what being a business owner is. That's part of what being an entrepreneur is. And sometimes, yeah, it sucks, but it's like homework. You know, it's just something you have to do to make things happen. So the second part of that is if you're not good at keeping yourself accountable, I guarantee a friend, a business partner, somebody on a Facebook group, another entrepreneur, hit me up if you want, we can figure something out, but find an accountability partner that is going to hold you to that. And maybe even just saying like, Hey man, what are you going to do today? I'm going to do this, this, and this. Great. What are you going to do today? Well, I'm going to do this, this, and this. Great. Let's email, text each other, call each other at the end of the day that we did these things. So let's touch base first thing tomorrow. And you tell me your three goals. I'll see you my three goals. Ally Quinta did that in, um, in Hawaii, when he spoke in front of a big group for Anderson Advisors, check out Ali Quinta, check out Anderson Advisors. But that was another example of, you know, just keeping each other accountable so you have somebody to answer to. It makes all the difference in the world. It's crazy. You know, even you look at things like Weight Watchers, people know how to lose weight, but sometimes when you have to get in and get on a scale or post your pictures or do something showing what you're doing, you don't want to be the only one in that group who didn't lose any weight. So you start to think twice about eating this or eating that. And I just heard uh, there was an astronaut, I believe, and he was talking about how, you know, when you think about things, that's the stuff that puts the big things in process. Okay. You know what? I've made 
a, a thought. I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a baseball player. I want to be a real estate investor. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be a USC fighter. But then it's really the decisions that make those visions happen. Those decisions add up. And that's all life is, is small decisions. So every time you're going to choose one road instead of the other, that's the slight edge principle. Things that are going to make you successful in life, they're easy to do, but they're also easy not to do. So when you're going, you know what? I could just go to sleep or go to the bar instead of calling this, this, this agent, putting this offer in, calling this guy that might lend me money, um, you know, calling this seller, writing up this contract or going for a run. I'm going to, instead of going for a run, I'm going to watch Netflix and eat, eat popcorn. Instead of going to the gym, I'm going to drink some beers and order some pizza. Okay, great. Those decisions. It's very easy to order that pizza, but it's also very easy not to. So I start to think of it because the accumulation of all those little things really starts to add up. So it's October. You hear Joe Rogan always does a sober October thing. They hold each other accountable because they all have to weigh in at the end of the month and they make a competition out of it. So figure out what's the thing that's going to keep you accountable. But the one thing I will say about accountability partners is don't make it somebody you love that it's just going to be okay with uh, you telling them no or leave me alone or you're going to get mad and they're going to back off. So for instance, I had a, a student I was training in a real estate side of stuff. And I was like, you know, what, what are we doing here? You know what you're doing. How do we get you to be successful for the next 30, 60, 90, 120 days? So he said, you know what? I have money. I'm very comfortable, which is dangerous sometimes because there's no motivation. So I go, all right, well, how do we fix that? He goes, well, you know, I paid all this money for this training. And I have my wife tell me every day, like I told her, hey, you're going to have to tell me, get off your ass, get off the couch, go make some phone calls, go, go network with some investors. So you have somebody to lend some money to or some deals to look at. So what happens? She tells me to get off the couch. I tell her I'll do it in five minutes. She tells me again. I'll tell her I'll do it in five minutes. She tells me again. I tell her I'll do it in five minutes. And I tell her, leave me alone. She does because she knows I'm eventually going to knock it up and she's going to eventually, like, we know where this is going to go. She's not going to push me. And if she does, I'm going to get mad at her. So that's not the right accountability partner for him. So I literally said, you know what? We're going to hire somebody on Craigslist or I forget what we used at the time. Maybe it was, I don't know, what is it? Some app, doesn't matter. But either way, we went on, we found some Fiverr. That's what it was, Fiverr. And we're like, they're just going to call you every day and they're going to blow your phone up until you get off your ass and you start getting on the computer and doing what you have to do for that day. And he kind of laughed and thought it was funny, but he needed somebody that wasn't going to give him the opportunity to bail out. They weren't going to listen to his shit. So little things like that is making sure you have people that you respect and people that are going to hold you accountable. Because if it's just a loved one or a kid or a wife or a spouse or a friend that's going to be a push, ah, you know what? You worked hard. You earned it. I get it. You got this going on. No. Hey man, you got to do this. How bad do you want it? I'm not going to do this with you anymore. If you're not going to hold up your end, I did my stuff. You didn't do your stuff. I'll go find somebody else. Maybe you're not the person for me. So again, I don't want somebody negative. I don't want somebody who's going to make excuses. I want somebody that's going to hold me accountable and, and they're going to hold themselves accountable too, because that's going to start to make you level up. And that's one of the choices that you have to make. Even if you find some people on Facebook groups, there's like, like Jocko Willink, I know has one. Um, I think it's the extreme ownership Facebook group that people just go on and they're like, I'm giving up sugar for 30 days. I'm giving up booze. I'm, people put some wild stuff on there. Some like, I'm giving up gambling. I'm giving up drugs, big things. And there's other people in that group that have the same thing and they follow up and they post and they keep each other accountable. Things like masterminds, things like Facebook groups. That's a good thing where every week, actually twice a week on some of my masterminds, we're getting on calls sometimes in the morning, sometimes late at night, but just getting up early to say, okay, I'm getting up for this call to be on this mastermind. Now I'm up, now I'm already in business mode. So by the time I'm off that call, hopefully I've already ran and done some things or started the day. But if not, I know it got me up and it got me motivated. And I'm listening to three or four or five other people on there that are talking about the things that they're doing with their day. And I don't want to be the only one next week 
who didn't do anything. I got on the call and I went home and I did nothing with it. That doesn't help elevate the group. And as Marlon was saying, as a team player, you can bring down that whole, that whole uh, value of that group if you're not, not, not pulling your weight. And I don't want to be that guy. When they go back to live events, I don't want to be the same person coming back with the same bullshit that I didn't do and I didn't change. So having to face that, they're going to hold me accountable. I'm going to hold them accountable. We're going to hold ourselves accountable as a group. And everybody's going to keep sharing what they did. Hey, what are your big goals for, the, for this quarter? What are your big goals for this week? What are your big goals for today? Let's figure that out. I told you accountable and we'll be back on next week. So I know at the end of the day, I'm holding myself accountable because if I don't, I'm going to have to face these other guys. And I don't want to be the person that nobody wants to listen to or talk to or count on because they think that I'm not reliable. It's the biggest thing, man. So whatever the reason is, whether it's what you have to tell yourself or what you have to show other people, find a way to hold yourself accountable and find other people to hold you accountable if you cannot, because that's the kind of thing that's going to build momentum. I've said this a million times, but getting up early to go for runs, getting up early to go to jujitsu, stopping in the middle of the day to go film a podcast. It's about making habits and getting some momentum, and it becomes easier and easier and easier to do those things once you create them. But you will be blown away at just three main things every day. I got to get these done. And I'll tell you, as far as getting up early, it sucks. It's not always the best thing to do, but having habits and having morning routines and holding yourself, again, accountable for your daily habits and your morning routines is the best way to do it. And I get it sometimes you have kids, you have weird work hours, but all the most successful people I know, they're up out of bed early. And I don't know a lot of them, at least initially, that wake up excited, oh my God, it's 4.30, I'm so happy my alarm went off, this is gonna be great. It's always that thing in your head of, man, I wanna hit snooze and go back to bed for 10 minutes, five minutes, 30 minutes, two hours. But the slight edge principle, it's very easy to hit that snooze button and go back to sleep. It's also very easy to just roll out of bed because once you're out of bed, it's so much easier. Austin Hartley was talking about it. So that first 10 minutes when you're out of bed at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, they suck. But then all of a sudden, you're mid-run. You're in the middle of writing a contract. You're knocking out some emails. You're analyzing some deals. You know, an hour in, you're like, man, I feel great. I'm so happy I did this. And I got so much done from 4.30 to 7.30 or 4.30 to 8.30 or 4.30 to 6.30 that started my momentum for the day. And at least I knocked down my three things, the three most important things. I swallowed three frogs. I slayed three dragons. I got some momentum for the day. So you know what? As the day creeps up, if I do get tired because I got up early, if something happens with the kids or the dog, or I just want to screw around and go to the bar or go to the restaurant or watch a movie with my parents, I can do that now. And I don't have to feel bad and now start to stress about, oh, now I got to double time this tomorrow. And I'm telling you, you'll be able to sleep better. We talked about using Brendan Bouchard's book and writing those things down. So the next day they're right there. And again, this is a little bit repetitive of some of the things we've already talked about, but it is just about accountability. And, and I'm posting this because that's what I've had to do. I, I just got off a call with um, uh, one of my buddies, Shane, and, and he's helping me out with some of my land stuff. So the point here is, we got on a call and, and I missed one, you know, I'm not perfect. It happens, but you don't just stop. So I was like, you know, I don't really have a lot to share today, but I want to keep that habit. I want to keep that accountability. Maybe he's got something he wants to share with me. Maybe this helps him too. So I'll listen. And we got on and I said, Hey man, like I, I actually didn't get done the things that we needed to get done that we needed to talk about, but here's why here's the things that are there. Now again, it's, it's an excuse. I get it, but there was things that I did. So I said, Hey, it's not like I'm sitting here doing nothing. It's just that the priorities changed a little bit. I had to shift from looking at this as my, as my dragon or the frog that I wanted to swallow. And because of some other factor that happened with that deal, my dragon is a different dragon now. 
my frog I have to swallow is a different frog. So I am still doing my most important three things, but my lane shifted a little bit of what I need to focus on. And then we can go back to that. So that happens. It, it's, it's, you have to be flexible. I, I keep saying it's not always a silver bullet. It's not always the same answer. You have to be able to move and shake and pivot with your business and your goals and your strategies and your priorities. And that stuff starts to adjust a little bit. And you know what? Over the last week, I had some other deals that were closing that I really had to make sure I tied up and locked down and cross all the T's and dotted all the dies, the I's. I didn't want to have any loose ends. And those are revenue generating deals that are going to close that I'm going to get paychecks on. So this other thing that was still going to be pushed out a little bit, it needed to not become one of my top three things for a few days, maybe even a week. And that's okay because I know that I'm getting the important things done. So just because you write them down, it's, it's a good guideline, but think of it that it's a rule, it's not a law. Rules can be bent, rules can be broken, laws shouldn't be as according to what they're saying. So there's consequences, but you don't wanna keep having things pile up. So again, we talked about some things you can do to help there. You can do things like, um, like theme days. This is another thing Randy Scott gave me. So touching on accountability again, when you're writing down your top things you need to do, maybe think about different days. So one of the things I did was Monday has become catch up days on all the deals. So it's a little bit slower on the acquisition side. You don't get as many. So I'm shifting that to more of a Tuesday to Saturday thing. Like some of the people are teaching me in the masterminds that I'm in. So on Monday, tying up loose ends on all my deals, following up with all my teams, what do I need to do? What needs to get done? And because Monday, the theme of that day is getting everything that I need to get done, done for the properties. What I do is I make anything deal related to priority and everything else gets pushed off to its day. Meaning if I call a bunch of people in the morning, maybe an hour or two, like Marlon was saying, he spends nine to 11, just making his networking calls every single day. Those two hours are his calls, 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 following up, checking in, giving updates, getting updates. So I'll do the same thing. But some of those calls are going to result in you having to go and do other things. Okay, you know what? I just got off my property manager. I just got off my realtor. I just got off my contractor. I just got off my business partner. I just got off my lender, whoever, whatever it is. They're going to want to know this or I need to know this or they're going to need to go do that. So I'm going to follow up. So I'm going to make sure I keep, okay, did we get this done? Did you send that? Why not? And my goal is by the end of the day to have any of those loops that I was in closed. That's a big thing because what I've done prior is I start making all those calls and putting those things in motion. Then I go on to the next thing. Okay, well, now I'm not doing deals anymore. Now I'm doing social media. Now I'm doing the podcast. Now I'm doing jujitsu. Now I'm doing X, Y, and Z, some other stuff, the ebook, the, the coaching, the entrepreneur, whatever. And then all those things wind up kind of being half done instead of being finished thoroughly. So I'll have to go back. And, and that's another thing that's helped me with the theme days is, is exactly that. The, the thought of, okay, I, I tied up all those loose ends on Monday. Now I can feel better. And I start with my top three things for the next thing. So maybe Tuesday is your, I don't know. So maybe you have an education company or a coach, you have students, all your student calls. That's all on Tuesday. So Tuesday, your students get all your attention. You're calling, you're following up with emails, students that are in the middle of deals. Now, Wednesday, maybe that's my marketing day. So my podcast day, I'm recording podcasts on Wednesday, I'm putting out social media content or recording social media content that I'm going to be putting out over the next few weeks on Wednesday. That becomes all that. Now, Thursday, maybe it's your personal day. That's when you make your doctor's appointments. That's when you make your dentist appointments. You do your grocery shopping, you do whatever. And then Friday could be a, a mixed day. Maybe that's, hey, you know, anything that was floating around from Monday to Thursday, I'm going to lock up on Friday. Or maybe that becomes family day. You know, family day, I'm, I'm not doing any work that day. I'm going to be 
playing with the kids, going to movies, making dinner, whatever. Maybe it's your health day. You know, that's the, I'm going to run 10 miles that day. I'm going to go to jujitsu that day. I'm going to go play softball that day, play basketball that day. That's my thing. I'm going to go for a bike ride. I'm gonna, whatever. You get what I'm saying. So you could start to make your, your faith, your family, your business, all these different things you can start to see and you can theme them out and it really helps get things better and it forces you to prioritize things. And I found that it helps me get more things done. Cause again, I'll, I'll start a process and then I won't finish it until a few days later. And then that starts to wrap up and again, just picking up things, writing them down, keep that daily planner, hold yourself accountable, three things a day. Um, but accountability is the biggest thing at the end of the day. If you're saying you're going to do things and you're not getting them done and you keep telling yourself and telling yourself and telling yourself, it's going to change. You're going to get done. You just didn't get them done this month because of one thing. And you didn't get them done last month because of another thing. And you didn't really get things going six months ago because another thing at this point, you're telling yourself a story and it's never going to change. So something has to change So either you need to give up on whatever your dream is of becoming an athlete or an entrepreneur or a writer or a real estate investor or a podcast host or whatever it is that you're trying to build or do as your dream job or your side hustle or whatever it is you're trying to, to make happen as your, your better way of life, your, your passion, give it up. If it's been six, seven, eight, nine months and you're not doing it, you have to change something. You have to bring somebody in and have accountability partners. So I'm going to do another one on the rule of 72 hours next, but that's, that's pretty much it. You know, nothing major, nothing crazy, but just be honest with yourself. Are you not holding yourself accountable? Has it been months and months and months? Is your wife saying, oh, you're starting another thing. You're not finishing this thing. You're all backed up. You're not getting anything going. I'm tired of hearing about it. All right, let's look at something different. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So if you're not getting the results you want after a few weeks, look at something different. There's something I'm doing wrong. Who can I bring in? How can I change this? I need a different formula because if I keep telling myself every day I'm going to get up early and I'm going to do something early and now after two, three months or the entire thing of COVID, you haven't gotten up early and ran once, it's probably never going to happen. Find something out. Get somebody to keep you accountable. Have somebody push you and, and find somebody that works the way you work. Again, I keep saying this, it's a relationship, but if you need an accountability coach that's going to love you up, that's the thing that you want them to be really nice to you in the morning. Okay, great. Hey, you know what? Good morning, Nick. 4.30, rise and shine. Take a minute, stretch, get out of bed. Yeah, it's going to be a great day. I know, I know, I know. Okay, maybe that's what I need. Maybe not. Maybe you need a David Goggins. Get your ass out of bed. You tired of being fat? Look at you. Roll out of bed, roly-poly, fatty. Put down the Oreo cookies. I see all your Facebook posts. That might be the thing. Maybe I need to get fat shamed to be out of there. And I'll tell you, that honesty is huge. An accountability partner is another thing you need to do there is find an accountability partner, again, that's going to be honest with you. Because I'll tell you, there's times that that honesty sucks, but it makes a difference. I remember two specific times that people in my life looked at me and told me I got fat. And I'll tell you, right after that, I stopped eating crap. I started running. I lost that weight. It happened within 30, 60 days. I was back to the weight I was at, but I needed, oh, no, no, you, you look good, man. No, don't worry about it. No, you don't look like you got fat. You got big. Huh? No, they're lying to me. I had two people that actually loved me that weren't going to lie to me. And they went, you did get fat. And I was like, yeah, I'm getting fat. They're like, yeah, you are. Wait, what's up? You know, grab my belly, shook it around. What, what the hell is a spare tire? I was like, oh shit, I got to lose weight. Thank you. So going to hold me accountable now. So sometimes that embarrassment of whatever it is, you got to find the thing that motivates you. And that, that might be something, you know, somebody telling you, you can't do that. Maybe you picture that person's face every day. When you get out of bed, you know what? Nick just told me I couldn't get up every day and do this. I should give up on my dreams. Screw him. You know what? I'm going to tell him that he doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm going to get up every day at four o'clock and I'm going to do more deals than he ever did. And I'm going to tell him to go stick that podcast up his ass. Great. Whatever it is that's going to cause you to do that, whether it's uh, making somebody else feel good, doing something with somebody, 
proving somebody right, proving somebody wrong. Just find the right person for you. Keep yourself accountable and make a difference. And hopefully this is something at the very least, maybe it motivated you or re-engaged you or made you have an honest conversation with yourself about what you're doing wrong. You're going, you know what? I do need to bring an accountability partner. So I don't know. It's helped me. Hopefully it's helped you. I've been listening to a lot of that. Um, you know, when, the, when COVID first started, there was a lot of podcasts and meetups I was getting on that people were pumping each other up, saying about all the things they were doing. And they did for the first couple of months. And then this turned into a very long thing. And then it turned into, you know what? Now I'm hearing a lot of podcasts with good entrepreneurs, strong-minded people, people that are getting stuff done. They're admitting, you know what? I started slacking. You know, I, I was doing great with my diet. I was doing great with my business. I was doing great with tracking my records. I was doing great with all these things in my business, personally, professionally, family. And then I just started slacking off. And you know what? No more slacking off. It's fourth quarter now. We're going to be in 2021 soon. I'm, I'm getting off my ass. I'm not eating the cupcakes. I'm not eating the candy. I'm, I'm doubling up my marketing. I'm making more calls and more offers than ever. So just take that. So that's been firing me up. That's why I wanted to try and find a little bit to do this too. So hopefully I gave you the love or the incentive or motivation to start to turn up the fourth quarter turn up your marketing, turn up your phone calls, find an acquisitions guy, hold yourself accountable, make some big goals, write them out and start to attack that quarter because you will thank yourself in January, February, March, April of 2021. Not for the stuff you're doing then, but for the stuff you're doing right now. Get it done. If you're interested in getting into real estate, whether you're already investing or you're looking to start out, no matter what the situation is, if you want to buy some deals, partner on some deals, sell us some deals, go to nicknicknick.com find out a way to start to make this happen. If you have uh, interest in being on the podcast or can recommend podcast guests, or just want to talk about real estate podcast at nicknicknick.com, jump on our website, message me on social media at Nick Lamagna invest, check out naked warrior recovery. If you're looking for loans for your deals, hit me up. I have connections for that too. This has been the A game podcast. Sorry about a little bit of a late podcast and not a ton of meat tonight, but hopefully this is just a little something that, uh, you know, those, these midweek ones are supposed to be a little bit shorter anyway. So hopefully you got something out of this and I will see you guys on Monday with Marlon Suarez, Enzo Gracie, Jiu Jitsu black belt and New York city real estate investor. That is just absolutely killing it. You guys are going to love, love, love this interview with former college football star now turned to real estate and jujitsu going to give some great value bombs on a lot of different things. So thank you for listening. Thank you, Marlon. I'll see you guys next week. Ever wanted to play the drums or do you want to get your kids some drum lessons to burn some of that energy while they are all locked up? Take advantage of a free drum lesson with one of the tri-state area's most respected drummers, Dan LaMagna. Dan LaMagna has played in such bands as Crown of Thorns, Suicide City, Biohazard, The Real McKenzie's, Sworn Enemy, The Walls of Jericho. He has played all over the world and he is also endorsed by such companies as DW, Vader, and Sabian. Dan has taught Tons of people from all different age groups and all different music styles. He can teach adults, kids, advanced, beginner, any types of styles from metal, all different types of percussion, whatever style you want. Get a free drum lesson today from Dan. All you need to do is text the word drummer, D-R-U-M-M-E-R, to the number 833-482-0167. Again, text drummer to 833-482-0167 for your free drum lesson. So what's it be?